Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you are, no matter what time it is, it's a great day to be serving the Lord. Thank you for joining us for the Go Ye There podcast. I'm your host, Leland Johnson, and we are delighted to have you with us today. You know, one of the biggest differences between doing ministry in the U.S. and on the mission field is the amount of resources available for you to use in ministry. Many times it can be an uphill battle to try and find Bibles and find material in your target language. Today, we're going to talk about two resources that can help you win the battle. Let's head into the open. Galatians 6.2 says, Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. One of the burdens of the missionary is getting resources to help in ministry. Many times in the U.S., the biggest concern is how conservative or how liberal it is. Many times on the field, we would dream of having concerns like this because our material is always the right version. It's always conservative because we end up serving as the copywriter, graphic designer, printer, and distributor for any materials that we want to use. When it comes to Bibles, if they're available in your country at all, they can be extremely expensive, and many times we have to end up purchasing them and just giving them to the people. There are groups that are attempting to fulfill Galatians 6.2 for the missionaries, and we're going to talk about two of them today. First, we're going to talk with Renee Ferret. Director of Beams Bible Resources, about what they do to bear the burden for the missionary when it comes to Bibles. Next, we're going to talk with Tom Lutman, Director of Bible Visuals, and what they do to help meet the resources needs of missionaries on the field. Let's get started. We're excited to have Dr. Renee Ferret with us today. Dr. Ferret has served as the president and director of Bible Education and Missionary Service, or BEAMS, for over 20 years. Dr. Ferret, thank you so much for joining us. I'm glad to be able to speak uh, on behalf of the Beans Bible Ministry, and we're thankful for the work that Brother Johnson is doing in Brazil, and we praise the Lord for your work. Thank you so much, Dr. Ferret. Can you start off by sharing a little bit with us about the history of Beams? The Beams Bible Ministry was founded by Dr. Julian Pope. Dr. Pope was a stateside missionary. For over 40 years, he traveled, starting churches, organizing churches. And then in the late 1960s, he linked up with a missionary Don Frazier out of Fort Worth, Texas, where they traveled and encouraged churches to start publishing ministries, to publish uh, tracts and New Testaments and then later on Bibles. We praise the Lord for the work that Dr. Pope did. In 1972, Dr. Pope traveled to India, Kenya, Africa, and Mexico, on these trips, he questioned missionaries about their need for Bibles and tracts. Most of the missionaries said that their greatest need was for whole Bibles. They could get tracts and John and Romans and New Testaments. So with this burden, when Dr. Pope returned back to the States, he founded the Beans Bible Ministry for the purpose of supplying whole hardback Bibles to missionaries. Dr. Pope went home to be with the Lord in 1989. I became director of the Beans Bible Ministry and moved the ministry from Houston, Texas to Gulfport. In 20 years, the missionary has grown from three countries supplying Bibles 
to over 150, from 12 missionaries to over 3,000 missionaries and national pastors, and from 50 Bibles a month till today, we supply between 10 and 12,000 Bibles at no charge to missionaries around the world. We supply whole hardback Bibles because we want them to last. That may be the only Bible that somebody on the foreign field may receive, and therefore we want a good Bible. We want a hardback Bible. We want it to look good, and we're thankful that we're able to do that. And we and we do uh, help sometimes with tracts and John and Romans, but we get those from the publishing ministry. But our ministry is primarily for the whole hardback Bibles. Now, Dr. Frey, where do the funds come from to supply these Bibles? It's unusual a lot of times to hear that you're, be, you're able to supply those at no charge. Where do the funds come from to keep the ministry going? There are 10 missionaries, Beams missionaries here in the States, who travel to churches in different states to represent missionaries on the foreign field and present the need to churches, asking churches to prayerfully consider supporting the Beams ministry so we can supply these Bibles at no charge. Churches take us on for support. They'll send in offerings. They help us with Bible Day every year, the first Sunday in February. During the summer months, they help us with vacation Bible school offerings by raising money for Bibles. So we raise the money in several different ways, and we have to thank the local churches and pastors for their effort in helping us so we can help missionaries. For every $8 that's given, a Bible goes out to a missionary on the foreign field, and inside that Bible is a return address envelope with the name and address of the donor. If your church were to send in $80, that would be 10 Bibles, and every Bible would have an envelope in it, return address envelope uh, for your, from your church so that the missionary, whoever gets the Bible, can write a letter to the donor and thanking them for the Bible. That is a blessing because a lot of people never have received you know, anything from the foreign field. And to get a thank you letter from the foreign field is a blessing to people here in the States. You know, you just mentioned Bible Day. Sometimes we have pastors listening, and of course all of us missionaries are members of local churches. What exactly is Bible Day? On Bible Day, we supply Bible reading charts for pastors to give out to their people on this particular day to encourage them in reading through the Bible. So as somebody reads the Bible, they check off the different books of the Bible, they check it off. And when they've finished with their Bible reading chart, they, they're to mail it to us. And then we send them a beautiful four-color certificate stating that they read through the Bible in 2017. When they have Bible Day, on the first Sunday in February, we ask them to take up an offering to help us to provide Bibles to missionaries. And many, many churches do that for us. Wow, that's tremendous. Yeah, how do I find out, if I'm a missionary that's on the mission field, how do I find out what Bibles are available in my country's language? Well, they can contact us by phone and call the Beans Bible Office, 228-832-1096, or they can pull us up on the website, beamsbibles.org, and there's an application form that we ask the missionaries to fill out, and uh, they fill out that form, and it gives us information about their address on the foreign field and what their need is. And from that application, we approve them getting Bibles, and then once a month, they'll get a box of Bibles from Beams, and we do that every month as long as they need Bibles, and we're glad to do that. Wow. Now, let me just ask for clarification's sake. You said the Bibles are available at no charge. That also includes the postage to send it? 
What we do with the postage, we uh, we take boxes of the Bibles that have been addressed for the missionaries to local churches, local independent Baptist churches, and the churches to help missionaries out by paying the postage. And many, many churches are glad to do that, and we are thankful for that. I was in a church this past Sunday, a small church, and the, and the church people took 25 boxes of Bibles to take to the post office and mail, and then they turned around and they uh, supplied funds for us to mail 25 boxes. So that's 50 boxes of Bibles. That's going out right soon to the missionaries on the foreign field. And so we're thankful for churches helping us to do that. Wow, that is tremendous. I believe that Beams also has facilities available for missionaries to use on deputation or furlough. Can you talk a little bit more about that as well? Here in Gulfport, Mississippi, where our headquarters is located, of course we have our warehouse where we pack the Bibles and ship them out. And we have our guest rooms where missionaries and pastors can come and stay. They're nice, like hotel rooms. Uh, they'll contact us ahead of time. We'll reserve the, the room for them. And there's no charge to the missionary, no charge to the pastor. And then the, we have four rooms with double beds in each room. And then right in the middle, we have uh, a kitchen uh, with refrigerator and stove and sink. And then we have a washer and dryer where they can wash their clothes. And we do not charge the missionaries anything. This is our gift to them, to encourage them, to be a blessing to them. If they'll call ahead and talk to our secretary here at the home office, she will reserve that room. And, uh, they, and she'll tell them where the key is and they can come in at whatever time of night they come. The room will be available. They want to stay two or three, four days. If we have, this, have them available, we're glad for them to do that, and there's no charge to the missionary. Dr. Ferret, thank you so much for what you're doing through BEAMS, for what all of your missionaries and representatives are doing in order to support us out here on the field. Thank you, Brother Johnson, for what you're doing. Thank you for sharing our ministry with, with your listeners. We'd be honored to hear from any of them if they would call us, contact us. We'll do all we can to try to help with whole hardback Bibles at no charge. Our next guest today is Tom Lutman with Bible Visuals International. Tom has served as the executive director since 2010 and is with us today to talk more about what Bible Visuals International is all about. Tom, it's great to have you with us today. Great to be with you as well. Tom, one of the most difficult challenges that missionaries have is getting access to good quality material. Can you tell us a little bit more about what Bible Visuals is all about? Sure. Bible Visuals International is a publishing ministry that is committed to producing gospel-focused visualized curriculum and then supplying those materials to ministry partners worldwide. So we're intentional about getting the resources out to folks who may be serving on the mission field. Our goal is really summed up in our tagline, which is helping children see Jesus. We want to point children to the Savior that they might understand the gospel and then have opportunity to place saving faith in him. And we want to nurture their growth in Christ through clear teaching and God's Word and appropriate application to their lives. Wow, that is awesome. Can you tell us a little bit more about the history of the company? BVI, or Bible Visuals International, goes all the way back to 1959, and it started here in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. The founder 
of the ministry was a lady by the name of Helen Odenwelder. And at that time, she served as director of Child Evangelism Fellowship uh, here in Pennsylvania. And those group setting scenarios really helped guide the choice of format for the materials. Uh, Larger printed visuals that could be a help to a teacher that they could hold up and be seen by the whole group of children. The ministry was also shaped early on by a series of trips that Helen made to the mission fields abroad. In particular, she visited Mexico and the Philippines, and she brought along with her her flannel graphs. As she used those uh, abroad, she realized that they were rather impractical in an open-air setting where the little figures might blow away in the breezes. So she envisioned uh, a more practical format, which was the larger printed flashcard books that missionaries and nationals could carry with them and use in a variety of settings. And those print books continued to be really uh, the most versatile format for ministry, even though we have in more recent days expanded to digital formats as well. Can you tell us a little bit more about the different resources that you provide? Sure. There are three major types of resources that BVI provides. Uh, They are our visualized Bible lessons, our visualized stories, and our visualized songs. So the visualized Bible lessons, at the core of that, is a series called the Visualized Bible. It's 78 volumes. There's 46 that cover the New Testament, 32 that cover the Old Testament. Each of those volumes has four lessons in it. So if you do the math, it's 312 lessons total. It's like six years of Sundays, I like to tell people. And those lessons go from Genesis to Revelation. And they're not just simply covering stories. They are presenting really systematic theology for children so that they are knowing who Christ is, seeing that throughout the scriptures, and growing in him through clear teaching in God's word. Along with that, we have our visualized stories. A lot of these are classic uh, Christian literature. We have stories by Patricia St. John that, or Sinjin, and they cover um, stories of different lands and really are helpful to share with children uh, God's work in different places in the world and open their eyes up to different cultures and the needs there. We also have stories uh, by John Bunyan, like Pilgrim's Progress and the Holy War that are adapted for children. And then we have biographies, which I love to share with children. And these are more than just missionary biographies. We have biographies of believers of all walks of life and really sharing that God continues to be active throughout all the ages, working in people's lives, drawing them to himself, and then working in and through them for his glory. And uh, that's important. Children and all of us are naturally myopic. We just see things in terms of our own life, our own self, and to really open up to them what God has done and continues to do throughout the ages, throughout the world. The third element is our visualized songs, and really a majority of these are visualized hymns. Now, some people might consider hymns outdated, but these are great tools to explain the gospel. They're they're teaching tools in and of themselves. They also teach children something about the heritage of our faith. We have Amazing Grace, and we have a story on the life of John Newton. We have a series of hymns that were written by Fanny Crosby, and we have a story about her life. So those are the main resources that we have. And then we have 
different formats of those materials. We have the print formats and then some digital format, the printable PDFs, and then PowerPoint downloads as well. Since many of the missionaries that are listening serve in foreign countries, can you tell us a little bit more about the foreign language curriculums that you provide? Early on in Bible Visuals history, there was a a focus on making these materials available to people serving abroad. The Visualized Bible series that I mentioned earlier really was written with this in mind. It was written as a curriculum that did not include American idioms or tried to minimize them as, as much as possible and tried to develop visuals that weren't just looking like white people, but more in line with the Middle Eastern characters that uh, accurately represent the people in in Scripture. And then there was uh, really intentionality in getting the materials translated into other languages. And that really continues to be one of our main focuses, to make these materials available. I remember when I started with the ministry about seven years ago, looking at filing cabinets full of translations, work that people had done, missionaries had done in translating the materials, the Bible lessons, into other languages. And I thought, you know, this is wonderful. But those translations were hard for some people to access. And so we were intentional about making those available as downloads, so people could download the visuals and then download the teaching text in the language that they need. Some of the major languages that we have of our materials are, one is is Portuguese. We have a very active translation project going on in Brazil. Spanish is another major one. Then some other languages in some hard-to-reach places. We have Chinese. Arabic is a very active translation project right now. Russian, Swahili. Then even more recently, we have developed projects to translate the material into Amharic. And just this year, we started translating materials into Georgian. These are resources that we're intentional about making available to not just missionaries, but nationals abroad that they can access, whether in print or download formats. And then we make them a little more available to missionaries by offering discounts for those who do serve with a mission board. We offer a 25% discount on the materials to those serving abroad. Now, you were just talking about the translation projects that you have going on. Do you ever have a need for missionaries to volunteer to help with the translation? That is a continual need. Obviously, our staff here does not have the resources in and of ourselves to get these materials into the multitude of languages that are represented by that mission field of children. And so we do rely on a lot of times missionaries to initiate and help us with the work of translation. And there's information on our website about how to become a translator and what that process looks like. And that's always exciting to us when people come to us and say, how can I help get these resources available into another language? Because it's not just something that benefits them. They might be translating for their own needs, but then it goes on to help others in that same language group. So if I'm a missionary and I wanted to get more information about Bible Visuals International or even place an order, how would I go about doing that? 
Well, the best way to find out more about us is really through our website, www.biblevisuals.org. And from there, uh, there are links directly to our web store where people can set up an account and place orders. Certainly, if it's a first-time uh, order and uh, they are a missionary, they need to let us know that they're a missionary, what board they're serving with, so that we can set up an account that would give them the, the discount that I mentioned earlier, the 25% off. The website also certainly provides more information about who we are as a ministry and allows them to do things like make a catalog request. We can send a print catalog to people. Also gives access to our phone number, which is another way to place orders, especially if it's a first-time order. Sometimes need a little help in that ordering process. So they can reach us at 717-859-1131, our office number. Another great way to keep up with what's going on in our ministry is to sign up for our updates, our email updates. That's a way that we put information out there about new releases, translation projects, when something's been translated into a new language, and sometimes informing people about our needs. So that's really a hub for people finding out more about what's going on with the ministry. Brother Lutman, that's terrific information. Thank you for sharing that, and thank you for all that you all do there at Bible Visuals International to be a blessing to not only missionaries, but people serving all around the world for the cause of Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. If you're familiar with any other resources that could be a help or a blessing to other missionaries, get in contact with us and let us know. You can contact us on Facebook or Twitter at GoYeThere, and you can also email us at contact at GoYeThere.com. Our next show is going to be great. We're going to be talking with author, speaker, and homeschooling expert Mary Hood about dealing with some of the challenges that missionaries face in homeschooling. We're also going to be talking with attorney Mike Donnelly, who oversees international issues for the Homeschool Legal Defense Association. He'll be talking with us about the legal aspects of homeschooling when abroad. We hope that you'll join us.